0: All right, we are back with another episode of the RW Podcast, the one and only best RW Podcast around. I am joined by Matt, as always, and today we have Mike of the Gators with us. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Doing good. How are you guys? Good, good, Glad uh, that you're able to join us. Uh, hopefully, you have some fun and, uh, share oh, some, yeah. some interesting stories and
1: I'm excited, uh, man. some drop nice. some knowledge on us. <laughs> yeah, We'll see about all that. I, I am facing you this <laughs> week. You can't involve too that's much. True. We, we have a <laughs> nice matchup this week.
0: Matt, how are you good. doing tonight?
2: Doing good. My matchup is not exciting as y'all's. So uh just going to just leave the commentary to y'all because I did not do well this season.
0: Uh, That's all right. That's why there's always next year. That's why there's always next year. So I'm thinking that we will go through the main league winner's bracket tonight and then the uh, minor league winner's bracket. Um, bracket. So uh, Um, if you don't mind sharing your screen... Matt, we can start with the main, and we'll start with the. uh, Let's start with the Africans and Melosos. Now we know Ian has a pretty good team, as you can see, he went twelve and zero this year against Tom's ten and two, which you know, in most cases, pretty good year. MFL early projection is 365 to 324. Um, I guess taking a look at these rosters and matchups here, Mike, what, what do you see with this matchup?
1: I think it's a little closer than it actually looks, though. I mean, he does have Lamar Jackson and Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan, I don't know about him this week. Way without Julio, that's a tough one.
0: Yeah, Ryan without Julio is, is – uh, he's much more pedestrian, I would say, than the guy who could throw for 404.
1: Yeah, for some reason. I don't know why, especially when he's got Ridley out there. It's like you would mm-hmm. think he would just do Ridley. I mean, he's proven that he's reliable. It's just been something I've been kicking myself in the butt for since I traded him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I heard some some interesting um, stuff this week, I guess. Um, Maybe it was last weekend, I'm not sure, but um, it seems like there might be some tape out there or they're getting some tape out there on Calvin Ridley that, you know, if you you knock him around a little bit, he's not as solid as he was in his rookie year. Um, So it seems like corners and safeties are being a bit more aggressive with him, which is why... um, he's not having the same level of success this year that, that he had had last years. I can see that. I mean, you can. He may need to be uh, a bit stronger going in, in for the catch. Yeah, for sure. Um I guess he going have to just some,
1: up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, something to work up a on. little bit in the offseason. That's for sure. Let's see. He's got. Do you like the wide receivers that the Marlos has got? I mean, he's got a pretty good.
0: Well, Matt, anything that uh, sticks out to you in this matchup? I'm so playing that... two
1: Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah, like literally every starter on these guys' teams are in double-digit projections, um, which is just insane. <laughs> I've never seen anything yeah, like that true. before. So. <laughs>
1: Top yeah. to bottom, too, like players on both sides.
2: Mm-hmm. It, it feels like I if you compare say, every position, the Africans are better. African. The Africans have the best yeah. player at every position. It feels
0: like.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. He's got Kamara, Jackson, Adams, Michael Thomas. Robbie Anderson has been having a great season this year. And he should have a good week this week because, like, Stafford's out and uh,
2: – DJ
1: Moore. is – or DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ yeah. Moore might be out. He's got COVID, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he
2: has
0: COVID.
1: Yeah, CMC's out and – He should be a good week for him. DJ Moore. Oh, yep. Yeah, you should have a good I mean, Robbie Anderson, I mean, who else is he gonna you going to throw to? That's it. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I'd still have to say the Africans probably take this one for sure.
0: Yeah, I think I would agree. Um, you know, kind of a lucky 14 out of Cooper Cup. Lucky um, out of Cooper Cup.
1: Oh, yeah. If it wasn't for that touchdown... Like Yeah,
0: was- yeah, the touchdown definitely saved him. I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the Rams were doing something a little, odd. Um, like a little odd. they were they would have Woods and Reynolds in the game at the same time, and then they would rotate out like based on the drive, and then they would have Cup and Van Jefferson in on the next drive. So it was almost like they were running the sets together. Rather than Woods and Cup together, um, not sure why they were doing mm-hmm. that. I don't know if it was because they had such a comfortable lead, they were trying something out. But I found that to be really odd.
1: Yeah. yeah, that that sounds odd to me. Why would they do that?
0: Really, Sean McVay both is of those just players Ryan on
1: James. the. <laughs> True, I'm sure. It probably... I would agree, but I mean, when you
0: when you really boil it down there's nothing that much different about those four receivers other than their name i mean if you change jerseys on them you know yeah you know cooper's the white guy out there but if you change their jerseys you can't really tell there's any difference. i mean
1: yeah they're all about the same size they're
0: yeah and they all have about the same route. route tree yep yep
1: exactly exactly
0: so, yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I mm-hmm. think uh, I think the Africans take this one. Um, just, you know, too strong of a team. Um, I think everybody probably wants to see the Dragons and Africans play against each other in a final. Um, I think that's probably only right uh, in this conference. But, you know, we'll see if, if Oakdown can play. Spoiler, I mean... Ten and two is nothing to sneeze at, and they have some good playmakers on their side too. I mean,
1: some of those players can oh, have yeah, some they big can games. Yeah,
0: have some big games. Yeah,
1: yeah. Especially if you have a bad game out of one of those big guys on the African side, and it could flip real quickly. Yep, yep, for sure.
0: All right, let's move to the uh, England Dragons versus Tarpon Springs Red Knights. The other semi-final matchup of this conference, uh, the 10-2 and two England Dragons and Sty making the playoffs with a 5-7 and seven record, but uh, I believe he started to come on strong towards the end of the year and uh, was putting up some some pretty big scores to get in and now advancing to the second round. Um, so, Mike, I'll, I'll start with you again um, you know, we know the Dragons are a pretty good team. And Sai's kind of that Cinderella story coming on strong. How do you see this, uh, this matchup going?
1: Well, it's definitely going to probably be the Dragons. I mean, just looking at the roster. But, I mean, the Red Knights, I mean, if you really look at it, they're not a bad team. That's a pretty solid roster he's got there. Definitely give them a, a, a challenge for sure. I mean, the quarterbacks these two teams have: Kyler Murray, Ryan Tannehill, Sean Watson, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, come on, those guys could change it. Could change in either direction.
0: Yeah, I guess you would probably say you know that's four of maybe the top eight quarterbacks in the league, maybe top ten. Uh, that's oh, a pretty yeah. good matchup of just of QBs. Triple QBs.
1: I think where I think where the dragons get him though is that running backs, and the wide receivers. are probably, I mean, he, he's got Metcalf. Crowder. I don't know if he, Crowder's banged up. Is he even going to play, or have they even said if he's going to play?
0: Um, I don't think there's been an update I don't yet think on there's an him.
1: Update yet on him? Yeah, because I was I was hearing that he was a little banged up, and no. Jarvis Landry, but man, he's got C.D. Lamb, Juju, Keenan Allen, Ridley, and he's got Derrick Henry, James Robinson. Yeah, the Dragons. It's gonna be tough to take and take the Dragons down for sure. In this do you one. think
0: it's Do you think it's closer than the sixty point margin of the projections? Do you think do you think Stuy can keep it closer than the sixty points, or do you think this one?
1: Is just over. I think you can keep it close. I mean, it's going to depend a lot on a few of his guys that are a little shaky, like Gallman. I mean, sure, it's a solid matchup for him, but, you know, when you look across the board and you're looking at Dalvin Cook, I mean, is he really going to put those kind of numbers to keep up? You know, look across the board, and you got, I mean, Ronald Jones, he could put up these numbers, but I mean, you look across the board again, you like at Derek Henry. So, I mean, he could probably keep it close, but it's going to be tough to take take him down, in my opinion, with that.
0: Yeah, yeah like, I would agree. Go ahead, Matt.
2: Yeah, it's like Stye has players who could go off, but they all have to have a good week on the same week, whereas the Dragons just have, like, studs at the right positions, right? Like, Darius Leonard is going to get you double-digit points every week. Like, there is no bad week for Darius Leonard. There is no bad week for Dalvin Cook. Whereas someone like Gallman or Jones, like, they could put up five this week and then guys kind of out of luck.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you Dude, think it's as easy nice. as, you know, Titans players here? If Tannehill can throw some touchdowns rather than... Henry getting all the rushing touchdowns, you know, is that is that kind of the X factor to keep Sti close, or is it going to be even more than that that that
1: it takes to make this a matchup? Uh, I think a little more than that. I mean, even if Derrick Henry only gets you, even if he doesn't get a touchdown and he still gets you ninety yards, he's still going to put up a d- in a couple catches. He's going to put up double digit. Where Tannehill he could throw three, three touchdowns and they could all go to. You Who? Know, you know. yeah.
0: yeah, that yeah, that's a good I point. I mean, when we start so many players too, you know, it's going to take more than that. But um, you know, I think that that's something where where Stye needs to have the advantage on Tannehill over Henry probably in that game in order to have a shot. Um, yeah. He's he's going to. He's going to need help
1: gonna, elsewhere too. Kyler Murray's going to definitely have to pick it up this week for him too. He hasn't really done much the last few weeks, so. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, yeah, he could, I think you keep it close, but man, it's going to be tough to take down a roster like that.
0: Yeah, um, you know, kind of looking at it, some of the matchups. For the Dragons players aren't great. I mean, no, Miami's yeah. not the the greatest defense, but you know maybe they'll have some sort of uh, of way to contain Mahomes a little bit. Tampa's run defense against Delvin Cook. I, you know, if if you're gonna have Cook face any defense, Tampa would probably be one I'd of be- the top three you choose. Yeah, he could probably.
1: Yeah. I could see Delvin Cook actually having a rough day.
0: Sure. You know, it it's I mean, possible. Um, you know, Calvin Ridley if he gets matched up, you know, maybe Casey Hayward will will shadow him with Julio out. Um, you know, and it's yeah. it's a game where the Zacchaeus receiver or um, you know, Hayden Hurst needs need to do something more if Calvin's shadowed. It just Uh, Different things, Mm -hmm. you know. The Colts defense is pretty good. Can they shut down Darren Waller? I mean, probably not. You know, but it's a it's a better defense than say the Jets.
1: Oh yeah, he's not going to go off for 51 points. Probably (laughs) (laughs) not.
0: No, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't see it. I'm a big I'm a big Waller (laughs) matchups that that work
0: for style. But yeah yeah i think in the end we'll end up seeing a dragons versus africans matchup and um we'll kind of we'll, we'll be able to put that apart and i think that'll that'll be fun you know to have have the That'd two be, teams that probably deserve to be there face off
1: yeah two solid teams for sure what think, Matt, good you defense? think you you
0: think england and in Atlanta,
2: London, yeah, it's. Atlanta. I think the top four teams are pretty clear in the main league, at least. Um, yeah. maybe the California game gets a little, we'll yeah, one, a little iffy, and we'll probably talk about that one. But the uh, the main league really got um, they really lost a lot of that. parity these past couple them. years. I don't know what yeah, happened,
0: yeah, for sure. It's it's very top heavy, and you know, the bottom just the bottom fell out. So to speak. So, um, yeah. Let's move to the other conference, and we'll start with with uh, California Nightmare against the Naperville Divine. Since you brought that one up,
2: that's a close matchup. Projections.
0: <laughs> yeah. So projections are three eleven to three eleven. Um, Naperville started Cam Acres last night, which was which was a solid move. Um, oh. Yeah. Obviously had a had a nice start to the week um, to raise that projection a little bit with a 21.4 on Thursday night, um, which is you know the the current margin of lead that the, the uh, divine has. Uh, the nightmare come in at nine and three. Uh, the divine six and six. Um, Matt, we'll start with you on this one. What? How do you see this one going? This is a a much closer matchup than the last ones we looked at.
2: Yeah, it still feels to me that the Nightmare have the better team here. Um, obviously, Andrew's at zero. Like, that's that's incorrect. That'll kind of change the margin a little bit. Um, I don't know why he's starting Gabriel Davis. I'm sure you can find somebody better. Uh, but, like, on the whole, you always kind of compare. Yeah, it's just who is going to get you solid points at the position, like, you can count on Amari Cooper to get you double digits, like, week in and week out. Like, he's not going to, like, falter at all. You know, whereas you look over the other side, like, you don't know what you get out of Singletary on any given week. You don't really know what you get out of Marvin Jones. Maybe with Galladay out, it helps. Um, Pittman is, is good but shaky. You know, again, we're at the point here where everybody has good players, but it's who is going to have a lower standard deviation and a higher floor. And it just feels like that fits the nightmares players a little, better, a
1: little better. Yeah, how do you see this one, Mike? Like, I mean, the divine, like you said, they do got some good players, so it's not like they're totally out of it. But like you said, when you look across the board, when you're one side to the other, position by position, it definitely feels more like I'm with Matt. You know, the nightmare are definitely clearly the favorite here because of the of the floor. I mean, the players that he has are going to put you up solid numbers compared to, like you said, Marvin Jones, which I know I'm starting to myself risky, mm-hmm. but that's a risky play compared to, you know, a Chris Godwin or something, you know, so. Yeah, I would definitely have to say the nightmare on this one for sure. Yeah, Simon, and I'll
0: agree. Um, and I, I'm thinking... Yeah. Matt, he's probably starting Davis because of Gibson in the turf toe. Um, looking at Davis, three out of his last four games, he's had at least 15 points. So he's not getting the looks, but he, he's been performing with the limited looks that he is getting. Um, definitely coming on as the third receiver in that offense and might be a game where the Bills really have to pass. I mean, you know, the Steelers, they're a tough team. So and if they can't establish the run like they want to, uh, it might be a a big Josh Allen game, or you know at least trying to have a, a big game by throwing the ball. Um, Godwin definitely will will be will get some help if Evans is uh, is out this week. Um, Yeah. Justin Jefferson has been, you know, just solid lately. Juju, um, kind of up and down. Um, amazing that they've kind of found a way to take him out of their game plan on a weekly basis. But, you know, I don't I don't really even know how good Pittsburgh is just because of all the drops they have week in and week out. Yeah. Um oh, man. Um, you know, and... The Divine starts Eric Ebron. So, you know, if there's a guy who would points for his drops, Ebron would be the number one tight end. How
1: I many dropped last week? Like yeah, five So many. Seven. I mean, five, it might be know.
0: like a total of 10 in the last two weeks.
1: Oh, yeah. Just,
0: it's so bad. Um, yeah, it's, it's honestly, this matchup might come down to that Sunday night game. You know, you got Juju and Gabriel Davis against Roethlisberger, Singletary, Diggs, Ebron, and Tyler Bass. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of guys, you know, that you're sweating out in Sunday Night Football for the nightmare. Um, you know, he's got his own couple of guys. Um, yeah, um, yeah, this one's going to be close, but I'll take the nightmare. I'll take the nightmare. Um, I'll take the nightmare. Um, Vine had great yeah. great mm-hmm. start with Akers, but. You know, this is, you know, probably one where the better team takes it at the end. Mm. That'll be a fun one to watch, though. All right, let's move on to the Kane County Goon Squad against the Hamilton Steelcats. Kane County comes in at 11-1, and one, um, probably the favorite in his conference. Uh, and Hamilton at nine and three um, always seems to be a tough team. Um, you don't hear a whole lot from silent Canadian, but, uh, silent Canadian, but uh, he definitely <laughs> finds a way to show up at the end of the season. As a- he's, he's always in the, you know, these later rounds of the playoffs, it seems. Um, Mike, how do you see this one going? Looking at these, uh, the rosters, there's, Another, you know, 54-point cushion here for, for Kane County. Do you think it's that much of a blowout or is it close?
1: I don't know if it's that much of a blowout, but it's going to be a pretty big margin. I mean, it's another one of those loaded squads against one that's still got some iffy players. And you look at the Goon squads, I mean, from top to bottom, they're loaded. They're linebackers. Oh, my goodness. No. know. <laughs> Stop there. <going. laughs> yeah, it's like they can take out the rest of the defense and still put up a couple hundred points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I could see it being a little closer than probably what the projections are saying. But, I mean, even with Kelsey, Lockett, you know, Those guys are going to have to have monster games to try to come close to Aaron Jones, Delvin Cook. Pretty much spot he's got.
0: Yeah, a bit bit unlucky for Todd. Uh, Looks like he's got David Johnson to the bench this week and Julio Jones to the bench this week. Um, You know, that kind of hurts, and now it's led him to have to start you know, Hunter Renfro. Um, yeah. And probably wouldn't be starting Michael Gallup either, given how the Cowboys offense looks recently. So, you know, those those are two tough hits. Um, yeah, that's true. Matt, man. what what do you see with this one?
2: I see that Eric's got C.D. Lamb, Duke Johnson, and Miles Sanders on his bench. <laughs> they would all be guys in my starting lineup this week. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> Yeah, it goes back to what we, uh, we keep saying. is who is the guy that's going to score for you? You look at see. Hamilton, he has Lockett and Kelsey, and that's probably it. You know, again, you have to hope the stars align, that, you know, Gallup's a wide receiver too on his own team. He has a good game and that, you know, the Bengals suddenly learn how to pass and Boyd has a good game and that Roethlisberger likes Claypool this week and not Deontay Johnson. Like, you have to have everything go right on the Steelcat side, whereas the Goon Squad just has the number one player on every single team. Um, yeah. For the most part, except for maybe Dallas Goddard. But it's no, yeah, no it's going to be an easy blowout there.
1: Yeah, that's, that's definitely Goon Squad's. It's there for him, It's there for the taking for them. I mean, mm-hmm. as long as those guys show up. That's all they got to do is just show up. They don't even got to put up monster games. I don't think, and we could still take this one. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate that he did lose Julio and David Johnson. That probably could have at least gave him some hope.
0: Yeah, I just made it a little bit, a little bit closer. You know, number one options on those teams. Um, I guess you know we say we're probably looking at an England-Atlanta final um, for that conference. Who do you see taking down that one next week, not knowing starting lineups, not knowing matchups offhand? Um, Is that one that Atlanta should win hands down?
1: Um, Well, I don't know about hands down, but... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about hands down, but... Because it's another one of those, like, the stars have to align for some of those players, even on the African side, sure. you know, Injuries have really, I'm sure, r- kind of limited his depth. You know?
0: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, now at this point, we get into week 15. Will we even see McCaffrey come back? You know, like, is yeah. it even worth it at this point to put him out there in meaningless games? Um
1: like someone like Julio too, like when are they going to shut him down? You know, right. right, yeah, and this could be it. This could be the last game for, if for you Julio. you guys shut down, and mm-hmm. especially the ones that have just been lingering like with injuries all season, like I don't even expect to see Galladay back this year. Yeah, Galladay's
2: done. I was yeah, thinking yeah. about him, yeah.
1: I Why think so
0: too, because him. there's nothing to play for in Detroit right now. Yeah, so all why right, come back, like make get it worse, make it worse. Yeah,
1: let him get healthy. Don't let him get banged up right at the end of the season. and have to go into the off season all banged up. Just let him get yep. healthy. Yeah,
0: yep. 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 I would agree. Um, and, you know, hopefully he doesn't have Bo Jackson's hip or something.
2: What is going on with this Bad, hip,
0: man?
1: Yeah, I don't know. The other day on a team that I'm pretty, I'm probably favored in that league. And I've been wanting – I've been needing him all season long. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get him for the playoffs. i have him for the playoffs. And then, oh, man, I'm stuck. <laughs> Without him, trying to
2: go into the playoffs. <laughs> so, he's going to retire at, like, 27 years old. Just He just yeah. hates playing with the Lions.
1: Yep. Well, I mean, every year he's something, you know.
0: Yeah. was – Oh, he's one of them. Why not?
1: Yeah, he's one of those physical type of receivers. He does get beat up a lot out there. Yeah. Yeah, Goon Squad's for sure on this one.
0: Yeah, and then do you think you see the Goon Squad beating either to the Vine or the Nightmare
1: next week? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, looking back on those, I mean, if the Nightmare win that matchup, They'll give the Goon Squads a lot better run than I think the Divine will. For sure. I would agree with that. Yeah.
0: Mm. I think I lot. think we'll be in we'll be in for some good conference finals. And then yeah. I think, you know, no matter what, we'll probably be in for a pretty good main league final as well. Um, no matter oh, who yeah. who comes out Most of those f- matchups. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: I think the right teams are in. I think we can we can see pretty clearly that you know there's a top three teams probably in in the main league, um, yeah. and we'll probably get two of them to face off in a in a final, which will be, you know, worth the price of admission. Which for us minor leaguers is is free, I guess, to watch the main league.
1: Heavy lineups, them two got that. Should be a good one, yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: All right, let's move to the minor league, Matt. Um, and just because I feel like it, we're gonna start with the matchup between me and Mike. <laughs> there here we go, here, yeah. All right, so good start from Mike last night uh, with Adrian Phillips. Uh, solid 20 points out of the gate. Um, I only got 8.6 out of Robert Woods. Um, the, the initial projections were very close. I want to say it was like 338, to 336 um, when I looked last night. So Mike went up a little bit. I went down a little bit, and then I went down even more because I updated my lineup today to put in Curtis Samuel with the news that DJ Moore was out. And he right now is projected to have zero. So um, I'm thinking that that's probably false. But if that's that's the case, I'll end up swapping him out for something else. So, you know, for argument's sake, we'll say that my projection is probably more like 330 at this point. Um, but yeah, Matt. Since you're not one of the teams here, well, I'll start with you on how you see this one going.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's different in the minor leagues. There's no teams that are being projected for 360, you know, 365, like we just saw in the main league. I feel like every single one of these teams still has a couple of gaps. And that's why we see a lot of variability in scoring. Like if we go back to like, you know, who's going to get you the high floor? Who's the number one player on their team? I mean, you can see the gaps on Haji's roster, um, especially at running back. Kenya Drake's questionable, but if he doesn't have Drake, you know, Haji, you're kind of out of luck there. And uh, your tight ends are a little iffy, especially with Hooper and Hurst. You never really know what you're going to get out of them. But then over on the Gators side, right, you know, someone like Tim Patrick maybe kind of iffy. Um, Marvin Jones is kind of boomer-bust. He's been a little more solid with Galladay out. Um, I, If I had to pick right now, I'd pick the Gators. Um, kind of an easier pick because you got the 20 points versus the eight out of Robert Woods. <laughs> um, but, uh, it, I mean, it'll be close, man. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to gauge defenses just by looking at them, but uh, yeah. it feels about even, and it, it feels like Gators just have a slight edge here.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Mike? Um, anybody on your team you're you're worried about? Any anything no. on on my side that you're seeing
1: that even scares you or or makes you happy? Well, the Medcalf that. Scares me because especially the Russell Wilson medcalf stack there that would scare anybody if you're looking at that on the other side. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, one I'm a little worried about Matthew Stafford, like, if he's been questionable, and it, I mean, that's gonna be a tough matchup for him, and he's not gonna have Galladay out there, like, so he I'm I'm, I'm I mean, he's might have to, I mean. Unless Tua decides to sit and I'm playing for magic, but (laughs) but uh, I it's gonna be close. I mean, I think the last time we matched up, it was it came down to like eight points or something like that. So, yeah, I think it went down to set
0: corrections.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it was pretty much this, you know, is like who's which one the, the holes or which. Gonna hurt us is that it makes it that much more of a variable, because like you said, if Kenyon Drake goes, I mean, he could have a great game, but even him going in there limited would worry me in that offense. Yeah, I mean,
0: I can't ask for
1: just come down. What's
0: it? Well, I was gonna say, you know, I can't ask for a better matchup for my my Wilson Metcalf stack than against the Jets. Um, you just hope that you know they play the full game and it's not a, I only get three quarters of them. Um, I'm torn on starting Josh Allen right now just because that's such a tough matchup against Pittsburgh. Um, I know Pittsburgh has been decimated by injuries lately, but it's still not an easy matchup at all. Matchup. Um um even with how good Josh Allen looked in his last game, I mean he he looked like, you know, a future great at the quarterback position in his last game. Um, I know one of the things with him is is inconsistencies. So we'll see how long that lasts. I mean, he could come all the way back to earth this week, but um if anyone thinks that he's not in the MVP race, uh, you know, I think that they're crazy because he's got to be, he may not be top three or top five, but he's de- he's definitely in the conversation at this point.
1: Oh, absolutely. I would agree. For sure. Him, um, Aaron Rodgers. Definitely put in that conversation. See, I'm, I'm in that same yeah, one I'm in another sure. league and I, Josh Allen thing so I, I know exactly where you're at because I'm debating on whether to sit him or play him myself <laughs> so just because of the matchup you know not because of the, who he is it's right just,
0: exactly and yeah I mean Pittsburgh it's not you wouldn't want that matchup for any of your quarterbacks I mean maybe the only one that is matchup proof is Mahomes but yeah you know I, I'd probably even look twice with with Rodgers, you know, playing against the Steelers just because it's it's a different type of matchup. You know, they show different defensive looks than than guys are used to. There's, you know, there's so many receivers and quarterbacks that just play different, whether better or worse, against man and against zone. And if I recall, the Steelers play a lot of zone defense. So, you know, if you have guys that can beat man, like a Devontae Adams, you know, he can excel against man, but you know, can he find the spots in a in a zone to sit and and get the ball? Um, definitely not afraid of the lions for Adams. Um, hopefully, he has a monster game. Um, on your side, you know, obviously it's it's the same thing. You know, if Stafford plays and then you have Galladay out, you have a, you know a Stafford to Marvin Jones stack. Is it as scary as Wilson and Metcalf? No. Marvin Jones could have ten catches for 130 yards and and a touchdown.
1: Yeah, especially going against Green Bay. I mean, it's it's actually not a bad yeah. matchup. Actually, no, they're probably going to, yeah. to um, they're
0: going to have to
1: pass. Right.
0: You know, and Matt Matt makes a good point on Tim Patrick too. But you no, know, if you were so if you if were you, on an alien ship and and came down and watched your first game of the Broncos. You would have no idea that Tim Patrick isn't the number one receiver in Denver. Like, they are kind of treating him that way.
1: He pretty much is. I mean, of late, he pretty much is the number one. Mm -hmm. I I don't know whether I want to play him or Tanya. That's where I'm at right now. So there's a little peek on the inside of what I might switch (laughs) out. You know, and it's only, again... The thing with Tanya and I'm worried about is, you know, are they going to get up big on uh, Detroit and then just run the ball? And then, you know, he might get four targets and 30 yards and that's about all you're going to get out of him.
0: Yeah, yeah, if teams don't need to throw. And, you know, that's the same thing when you have Chiefs players or you have, you know, Seahawks players. When you have these, these talented offenses, are they going to get up too much where you don't get full game stats out of them because, you know, teams just then run the ball. It was kind of like the Rams last night, you know, their offensive yeah. players other than acres kind of disappointed because they just didn't need to do anything mm-hmm. because new England couldn't do anything. You know, when you're up 24 to three or or whatever it was, there's really no need to continue to stretch the field at that point. Yeah. Um, this should be a good match. I up. do think. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do think I I probably hold the advantage on the defensive side of the ball, but it's going to be you know whether or not those guys can can score enough to to offset any any yeah. offensive yeah, points I that I need to catch up on. The linebackers that you're starting, yeah, probably where yeah, you... yeah. I wish I you know, and if if Kendricks is available, I'll probably end up throwing Kendricks in yep. there.
1: Kendricks in there. Yeah, but, um, we'll, see. we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I I'd the have to say, I've been looking at your defense, thing. going, man, if I had a couple of those linebackers,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: they make a difference. Definitely
0: I know sure. Matt says that, that you shouldn't do anything with IDP; that IDPs don't matter. Don't invest in IDP, but they make a difference. I've lived my season on, on, on IDP.
2: I, I think I believe that are most.
1: Yeah, linebackers definitely are the exception. Yeah. And then you could probably put your safeties in next after that would probably be the next important position, you know. Even though your linemen, you know, your defensive tackles, you de- they get big points for your, their tackles. It's like, are they going to get two or three tackles or are they going to get four or five tackles? Exactly. It's just yeah, one tackle. And that's huge you call it for defense. like a defensive tackle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, they could be sitting at three. Oh, this looks nice and all of a sudden they get two more and it's like boom oh man like it just blew up out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah two tackles from your
0: defensive tackle is the same amount of points as an interception yeah. without any yards yeah. you know and yeah. the interceptions totally. obviously happen less often than your than your defensive tackle gets, gets the tackle so yeah, you gotta have, yeah, those points add up for sure. Yeah.
1: Just
0: the annoying part is, like, and JPP,
2: man,
1: like he's been just killing it. JPP this year, oh uh, man,
2: he's a number one, right?
1: Yeah. I think he is.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, he's number, he's number one. one.
1: I think even after the bye week, he still said number one.
2: Is he still playing with one hand?
1: <laughs> I think, yeah, well, he's doing this in the finger, you know, yeah. or whatever it was. What, did he fingers? a couple fingers? Yeah, like, I
2: think so. Don't play
1: with fireworks, people. Don't play with fireworks. this <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> just been killing it. And then, you know, thanks to Matt with uh, Miles Jack. That was nice. A little ad there this
2: year. And <laughs> Trey, sure I, I gave you Jarvis Landry, too, and now he's Jarvis Landry's doing well.
1: <laughs> I was, you know what? Whenever I was... We were talking about doing this. I was like, "Oh, I gotta bring up Jarvis Landry because I think over the last three weeks he's put up like 15 plus in the last three weeks." And- yeah, it, it, <laughs> two of
2: his <laughs> highest three per, like performances over the past four years have been the last three <laughs> weeks after I traded him to you. <laughs> That's crazy to <Timmy>. And <laughs> That's
1: I just had, I wanted them depth because I was worried about a few of these guys maybe getting hurt or just like getting faded out, especially like Fulham. He just got faded out. You know, I want Fulgo. I'll trade you Fulgo. I love that guy. We'll He's talk about that. Maybe. special. <laughs> I think if they had the right quarterback, yeah, I believe if they had the right quarterback, he would be probably the number one guy there for sure. Maybe Jalen. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting little thing there. I like to see old Jalen come out there and maybe do a little better than Wentz has been doing. I'm like, God, man, what's wrong with that guy? I don't know. I love Wentz. I, I still love Carson
2: Wentz. He's just so frustrating how he just holds the football, takes a sack at the most annoying yeah. points. I think his yeah. offensive line hurts him. If he had a better line, that would probably help him better mentally get rid of the football. But that is just so frustrating to watch Carson. But when he's good, it's so fun.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I have him on a team, on another, another couple teams, actually. So I've been frustrated all season with him. But I won't drop him. I won't get rid of him. He'll be uh, there. Next... <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm not getting rid of him because I know he's worth it. He's worth yeah. the keep. He might be. He might be Indy's new quarterback next year. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would love to see that. Actually, that would be. I think that'd be a great landing spot for him. Why does Indy disrespect Cody so much? I love to I, like,
0: I don't know. They just don't see him as a starter. But you got to remember. When says the history with Frank Reich.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if Rivers isn't gonna be around anymore, the fit just makes sense. Yeah.
1: At the beginning of the season, I was wondering if Rivers was benched in the way he was. Yeah. You know, the way he was playing. I thought he was playing horrible yeah. at the beginning of the season. He had a couple yeah. of good weeks here the last few weeks. And for a while I was like, oh man, this is not gonna work anymore, man. <laughs> Matt, I know
0: you're not in the Philly area anymore, but is it true that all the Wentz jerseys are like fifty percent off now in Philly?
2: I I've heard something like that. I don't think that's like
0: like do they really move that fast? I
2: I think there's all Carson Wentz. Wentz isn't like hated though. I feel like I feel like people haven't turned on Wentz yet. I don't, like, a lot of people blame Doug Peterson. I personally yeah. blame Doug As Peterson. Yeah. And even, you saw even, like, um like uh, Jason Kelsey and uh, I forget who else it was, kind of stepped up and said, like, Wentz is our guy. Like, he's a competitor. We want yeah. him on the team. Like, yeah, I don't know. Wentz, Wentz isn't hated by any means. I'm sure there's some people who like to just see what Hurts has because we spent all that draft capital on him when we could have used literally any other position. But yeah, I don't, I don't think people have turned on him that quick. Hopefully not. It
0: was just interesting that like Sunday night last week or whenever it was, it was Carson Wentz jerseys 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a little fast, but no doubt. before we move on, Mike, as the Gators, I just want to unveil my my shirt for you here, so that you know. Oh what you're man!
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I wish Gators. I had my Gator shirt on. Now, man, <laughs> 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 we're doing good this year, man. I'm surprised yeah. at their team. This yeah, year. you are. I
0: think uh, Florida's quarterback will be the future quarterback in New England. Yeah. Could be, could be, uh, and I think, I think a- uh, that will, that would be an awesome fit, and would be nice to have him for you know the next twelve years or whatever. All right, let's move on to the other matchup in RR. We have the the largely favored Windy City Blitz at eleven and one against the eight and four Vipers. Uh, this was the call-out matchup. Blitz picked the Vipers based on who was left. Uh, currently, the projections are 333 to 307. Um, I think both Mike and I would love to see that 307 against us right now um, rather yeah. than the matchup we're in. But, you know, that's that's the Blitz. He got the choice, and this is what what he gets. Um you know, Blitz looks like one of those main league teams where they're just kind of stacked top, top to bottom. He made the move, yeah. uh, the large move with Pigskins to kind of solidify the the end of his roster for his his last hurrah here um, as we're all kind of hoping that his contracts and, and lack of future assets kind of start to um, tear this team down a little bit. Um, and this is his last run, but... Mike, what do you see with this? I mean, we assume Blitz will probably win this one and make the the
1: conference final, but can Colin pull off the Miracle upset? Well, the the last two times they've met, it's always came right down to the wire with these two. So, I mean, they match up well, just by looking, if you look at their past matchups, they match up well. It's just a matter of, you know, because, like we were saying, you know, with Vipers are so young, so they, they still have some of those still boomer bustle type players like Clyde Hilaire. Like, are you, are you going to get 13 points out of him for sure? But when they do go off, they go off good. That's one good thing about this team is he's got the players that could actually have that high ceiling, but mm-hmm. they can still mm-hmm. give you that bad week that – could ruin your day. I mean, a blitz clearly should win. Yeah, this a matchup, lot of low no, floors no too. Yeah, but yeah, the Viper have always kept it close with those with, in those matchups. With them. so the way I kind of see it is they they match up pretty well. It's just you could see he spent the money for the studs. He spent the money for the younger guys, the future. And that's kind of where yep. I see that in teams. You know, what do you think, Matt?
0: You know these teams yeah, pretty we're... well from your from your chapter.
2: Yeah, I lose to them both a lot now. I remember the good old <laughs> days when uh, Tenafly was terrible <laughs> and the Blitz were run by an owner who just did not know how to do contracts. <laughs> well, I guess that applies <laughs> to the Blitz maybe too. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not – we saw the main league. Like the projections are 360. Like this is not this is not the main league. Like this is not that. You know the Blitz have holes just like every other team. You know in RR here, um, and that's why they're down down at 333, which is still a high projection. But um, I mean they're they're starting Cole commit, which is real iffy at tight end, and then over on the Viper side of things, Sharks been kind of iffy lately. Um, We'll see how Kuti does. Um, That'll be interesting with Fuller out. Um, Yeah. I I feel like... I feel like this is closer. I feel like... Out of all the matchups that we saw today, I feel like this might be the one that is a little closer. Um, You know, Vipers kind of lucked out with Mike Davis there getting the start. Um, Blitz should win this, obviously. The better team... Um, just even on the defensive side of things, Vipers players are more regular, more solid week in, week out. Yeah, if I had to pick an upset out of all the games that we saw, Vipers might be the one that I pick. But I think the Blitz are still kind of pretty favorite here.
1: Yeah. Let's just have those players. That yeah, so I'm just looking back. Oh. Yeah. Go
0: ahead,
1: Mike. I was just saying, the Blitz just have those players that when you think they're down, that player, they're just going to go off and they have that super high ceiling that just can always put you up a 30 without any problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I was just looking back to their last matchup. They last played in week 12, so only two weeks ago. And... Final score: Blitz won three seventy four to three sixty. It was it was high scoring. It was one of the top ten high scoring matchups I think in the minor league um, of all time. But Collins' running backs were where it failed him. Hit, I mean his his IDP went nuts that week. But at running back, he had Chase Edmonds nine point zero two points, Clyde four point nine. Jarek McKinnon, 5.2. Miles Sanders, 6.2. Mm. And he still put up 360 points.
1: Oh, man, if he could have just got anything out of one of those guys. so
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If one of those guys would have hit, I mean, that's how close he was. So that's where I, I definitely agree with you, Matt, that I think this could be the, the one that's that's much, much closer than – that 30 point difference because that's all he needed last time. He just needed one of those offensive players to hit and they just didn't do it. Um, I, I don't know how close you guys watched the game last night, but I will say that Colin got a bit unlucky with Troy Hill too. Um, he had a nice pass defense that went up straight in the air and it was, um, I think it was Nikhil Harry who went up and grabbed it. There was about four oh. other Rams players around him.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: I remember that play, yeah. So, so, you know, it was a great play by Harry, you know. Yeah. It didn't change the outcome of the game or anything, but, you know, that's that's four points that Troy Hill left out on the field where he had a nice pass breakup, but that's because it went straight up, up Harry straight caught up. it. He and, caught it. You know, that it, it, it takes you know, it it, takes four points takes, off the, the scoreboard for Vipers where he could have had that out of his cornerback. Yeah. So yeah, it's just those little things, you know, each and every week that add up or don't add up, that that make the difference. So, um, I guess you know, if if some way somehow he he gets within, say, you know, four or five points, I'll probably remember that that Troy Hill pass breakup that was for nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. This should be a good matchup, though. Yeah. always, yeah. every time they look together, it's really close.
0: For sure. Um it's always back. You know, I guess just a, a parting note here for, for the matchup is um, as long as Colin can keep it close, he's got both quarterbacks in the Monday night game. Um, so I think that that could be uh, an interesting thing to watch Monday night is if Baker and Lamar can, you know, can they score enough to bring him back from whatever... Whatever deficit he faces, even though the Blitz has Chubb yep. as well, so it, it'll be that'll be kind That'd of fun be, to yeah. watch Monday night. Monday night. Oh, yeah. Also, I was just looking. I was All like, right, "Why is the Oh, go ahead."
2: I was going to say the Blitz are without Julio yep. Jones this week. I was like, "Why is he starting Cole Komet? That's why he got Julio on the bench. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. So a bit of a there you thing. go. You know that
0: lack of lack of depth. Yep. Yep. Exactly." So let's move to our first matchup in the in the PP conference here. Um, eliminate as the one seed at nine and three, um, coming off a rough week. Did you guys did you guys catch? Uh,
1: yeah, the, the record
0: that he set. The record that to he close set out the
1: season. As the one seed. The season. The one seed. Yeah, he got like a one seventy one or something like one seventy two. Yeah, yeah, 90. so not
0: not good. Um, so he gets the bye, you know, probably probably well needed. And then he calls out the team that scored 402 points last week.
1: <laughs> I was so surprised when I uh, seen that. I was like, wow.
0: Yeah, I was too. So he called out the eight and four Duffers who – ended the Slasher season last week by putting up 402 points. Um, starts Mahomes, Wilson. Um, Matt, how do you see this one? I mean, were you surprised with the call-out?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, if you're going to do that, <laughs> you better be darn sure that you're going to win. or Just have, I, I don't understand it. I don't know. Like, I guess you want to play the best team or... Whatever nonsense that is, but the Duffers just scored four hundred, and the other two teams scored like two seventy something. And also, like the Lemonade are like not doing so hot right now. So, I don't know. That, that just puts me right on the Duffers right away. But I mean, I mean, look at the players. If you if you didn't tell me who the one seed here was, I would tell you it's the Duffers I would tell you because mm-hmm. you, they got the two maybe best quarterbacks in the league and solid at pretty much every position. If you had to pick a hole, it would be Adrian Peterson. Um, but yeah, and then even the defense is solid. Doesn't have the linebackers to kind of get it done, which is why he's starting five safeties. Um, but the the points get get themselves there. You know, he puts up 400. So, so it's a lot of something hitting every week, whether that's TJ Watt or, one of the safeties, and Poirier always puts up good points. Um, I, I think the Duffers are going to have a pretty easy time with this one. So.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, like I said, I was really surprised at that call out for sure, especially whenever you look at those other two teams, like you said, they didn't even break 300. Yeah, and. Yeah. And it wasn't because they had players. I mean, I, I guess you could say the Mayhem, they had Brady out and there was a couple other players could, probably could have. But, I mean, the Duffers would definitely wouldn't have been the one I would have called out for sure. And, I mean, he's starting Le'Veon. And Lemonade starting Le'Veon Bell. Like, uh, man, some of the players, Nelson Aguilar, yeah, the Duffers, man. I mean, they put up four hundred points this last time, and that. I mean, he got Kelsey. He's got some good players. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm with Matt. I mean, I wouldn't know by looking at a record who would the number one seed would be. I would say it would be the Duffers.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, I I think the Duffers probably take this one pretty pretty easily. Um, yeah. projections right now have them winning by 30. I probably wouldn't be too surprised if it ends up being more than that. Um, Just based on what we're looking at as, um, you know, lineup versus lineup. Um, yeah. Duffers have, you know, they have a lot of number one, number two options in offenses. Obviously, they have their, their weak points, you know, and that's why they're not an undefeated one seed. But, the lemonade lemonade, it's a lot of like number three options in offenses yeah Yeah. it's it's not pretty um i i gotta think the mayhem and devils are probably quite happy that one of them kind of automatically makes the conference final by not having to play the duffers um yeah, they get each other and kind of have a fair shot at, at making it. Um, so, you know, let's take a look at that one. Uh, like, like I noted before we started recording, um, the devils did not set their lineup prior to the Thursday night game. Um, really only missed out on Aaron Donald because of that. Um, 14 points, you know, for Donald isn't much. Um, but you know, 14 points in the playoffs is, is 14 points. Um, especially in, uh, a matchup where you're only projected for 282 um, those points would have really helped him um, but you know it, it as matt pointed out earlier it may have saved him by not starting robert woods because um, he only had the 8.6 but um, mfl projections have this one mayhem 321 and the devil's at 282 mike how do you see this one shaking out
1: I think it's a lot closer than the, what is it, forty points, thirty-five, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I think it's a little closer than that for sure. But I, I, the mayhem should clearly win this one. I mean, you got Watson, Brady, Connor, eh, a little shaky, but you got Jones, McLaurin, got Hopkins. I do like Corey Davis too. Yeah. Mayhem for sure. And the Devils got a decent team too, but I just don't. I think it's a lot closer than that projection, though. I think maybe Mayhem might get him a little more on the offensive or the defensive side, maybe. Sure.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think one thing we've noticed.
0: Of... But one thing we've noticed is Mayhem. Always, kinds of kind of finds the way to win. Um, somehow, some way, yeah. um, that team ends up advancing. Um, and I think in, in this matchup, she probably has a little bit too much as well. Um, looking at the Devils, the matchups hurt too on some of their big, big players. He's got the Josh Allen decision. Um, you know, Delvin Cook at Tampa. Um, again, the Dolphins aren't a Dolphins. great, aren't a great defense, but, you know, they're definitely tops in the league, you know, towards the top of the league in defense. Um, Tyreek may see a lot of, you know, Xavier and Xavier and Howard. Um, yeah. And you know, maybe they'll slap each other's helmets and get ejected, like like Howard did last week with the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and 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 Tyreek should have had a huge game last week. Um, one touchdown that they didn't even know it was a touchdown, and then another touchdown called back for a hold. Um oh. So, a lot of points left on the board for or left on the table for Hill last week. So, if that happens again, you know, that's that's tough because he's he's really that that boom type of receiver where if he goes off, your team's probably doing pretty well that week. Um, well that week. um Matt, what do you think with this one? What do you think with this one? I don't know.
2: I think I might actually see it a little different than Mike. I think. I think this should be more than 40 points. Just some of these Devils players, man, like, just, uh, is Melvin Gordon really going to get you 12? Like, is Marquise Brown really going to get you 13? Um, and the defense is where you said, like, Carla always finds a way to win. Like, I think it's because she built her team right. Like, you're starting five linebackers, which is going to give you a solid floor every single week. Um you're starting at least one. You always like to have one running back who's going to get you, like, 20. And, you know, in this case, that's Aaron Jones. Um, two 20-plus points out of your quarterbacks. I know Brady's at 18, but he can probably get to 20. And then receivers. You just want a, a good mixture of high floor and then just boom guys. So, you know, obviously DeAndre Hopkins is going to be your, your you know, high-ceiling player, someone like uh Chase Claypool might also be that as well. You know, Thielen even if you want to count his touchdowns. And then somebody like McLaren, who, like, plays for a terrible team, but he's going to get eight catches every week, and that's going to put his floor right where it needs to be. Um, I think Carla just build a good team, like, build a solid team. Um, tight end's the the only iffy spot, but I I actually like Carla as the best team in PP. Um Duffers are going to be t- tough to beat, but I think College just been the most solid team all year long. Um, that's the kind of team I want. Long term, College is even the best team you know left here too. And, you know, we talked about Duffers messed up his contracts. Um, I think Lemonade is is going to lose a lot of guys too. Um, I like
0: Carla in this one. Yeah, I I I oh, do t- I, I do t- too. Um, I, I do see the Duffer leading out of the PP conference I the though. PP um, conference I, do, I, I would say that's the best team left on that side. Um, the contracts are a future Duffer's problem, I guess, um, for you know, for this 2020 playoff run. I, I think he's in pretty good shape. Um, not, I guess he, he had a pretty kind of a, an easy road here um if you think about it just because the the teams that started hot in the pp and ended up getting those top seeds really aren't all that tough come playoff time um you know maybe maybe that'll change you know maybe some of these big name guys on the on the devils will will have huge games but i'm not seeing it um i think carla has enough to get by and then um i think duffers have just too much star power uh, to be stopped by, by Carla. Um, to be honest, though, I'm not sure that anybody can compete if you know, say, the Blitz get into the championship. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think that the road is pretty simple for for the RR conference to win that championship, given the talent on that Blitz team. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see. You know if Blitz gets by the Vipers, either Mike or myself will have a shot at the Blitz before he, he gets there. So, you know, we can at least make it tough on him. Um, yeah, make I mean, him earn funny. it. But we'll see.
1: You just got to have, you just got to get in the fight, man. If you can just get there. Yeah. Okay, yep. you got to get to the fight, man. You know what I mean? Yep. Sur- survive
0: in advance. That's all it takes. It's yeah. it's a, It's March Madness for us here. It's roster wars madness.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the the Mayhem definitely. I mean, I like her wide receiver group. It's just so so solid, like solid floor all the way around Mm -hmm. with an extremely high ceiling. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. What's not to like about that roster? It's actually pretty nice. It's solid from one end to the other.
2: Although yeah, I think, uh, like we said, the three best teams might
0: be in our. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's unfortunate, you know, and and one of us between me and Mike aren't even going to see that that conference final. Um, you know, Mike, I have a a nice history of underperforming in the playoffs, so maybe you'll <laughs> be able to re- reap the benefits of that. I'm I'm a regular season team.
1: I'm a, uh, I'm a, I have a, in one of my leagues, I have a very bad track record. I've made it to the conference finals four straight seasons and I've never won. So, (laughs) so, you know what I mean? So I know that, 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 uh, that disappointment when you get there and you get there and you get there and you just can't get it done. (laughs) Yep. Well, I mean, historically, I think,
2: you're, you took over Justin's roster, the old Marauders, and I'm pretty sure Justin had like a great playoff record. So yeah, you, you have the history with the the Gators slash Marauders yeah. franchise with some good playoff runs. Good playoff your,
1: runs.
0: your franchise well, I mean, has been there before.
1: He hasn't. I mean, even though the, when I took over the team, they were like three and nine or something from the season before. He st- there was solid pieces. Like he was just missing just a few. You could tell that that season, just he was just missing a few here and there that could have gotten probably yeah. a lot further. And you
2: like super franchise Kittle in like your very first RFA, I believe. I think that yeah. was you, right? And then it was like, that's yeah. all you had to do was just lock up Kittle, lock up a couple other players and just sign the right guys. Yeah.
1: And then I just knew I just need I needed that one running back that I could just plug in every week. You know, I thought it was going to be Montgomery, but then whenever I got the deal with Stive for Henry, I was like, I got to take it. I mean, I need that one solid running back every week that I can plug in no matter what. And I figured Henry would be the guy. <laughs> I mean, just went from there. And
2: then you found James Robinson too. Just the, yeah. the best find of the year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. That was my waiver win of the of the year for sure. Yeah, that was a nice definitely. pickup. A nice
0: pickup. It definitely helped me out. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call gonna... it right now, guys. I'm gonna self-proclaim myself as a young Peyton Manning of Roster Wars. I just haven't got over the playoff <laughs> yet, but I will get there, and I will end up winning multiple championships once i figure out how to perform in the playoffs
1: well you got the roster to do it <laughs> for now yeah, once
0: you can... <laughs> then these contracts end and oh. i have no more bucks <laughs> oh man and then i then i'm screwed and then i'm the jets
1: I was looking at my roster so maybe, the other day. And I maybe thinking, I'm
0: actually more like the Adam Gase of roster wars. And I'm I'm just <laughs> like, the feather in my cap is that I'm I'm Manning's quarterback coach right now and he's doing great. And then I'll get a head coaching job It just suck. Oh
1: geez. Oh god. Yeah.
0: You were you were gifted um, that roster, Haji.
2: You didn't yes, build gifted. This, you were gifted Russell Wilson <laughs> and Devontae Adams. So this, is, I was, this I was. is not your doing. This is this has oh been man. a gift to you.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I gave up some draft capital you. for that. But, yes, it a was a nice A couple of third-rounders, maybe a seventh. <laughs> no. And Jalen Ramsey, come on. I had oh, to give yeah. up Jalen Ramsey.
2: Ramsey. You see how good he's doing? <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs> One big thing I'm going to first all... notice. From my... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, the go biggest ahead. Biggest thing I got roster when I first got in. I the first thing that popped out was the Kittle and Kelsey thing. I was like, "How in the world did he mm-hmm. pull that off?" And then I looked down. There's Rob Gronkowski. I was like, "Wait a minute, somebody screwed <laughs> <it> up somewhere <laughs> somehow." Like I, I, I think he drafted him. him,
2: Haji. I I think he drafted him. Do you remember? Yeah,
0: I think so too. Yeah. In the so wow. in the
2: startup yep. draft for the rookie league, it was like an auction draft, and I'm pretty sure Justin bought all of those players, and he bought Hopkins. No, he traded for Hopkins, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's wow. that's a trade that keeps me up at night. Did you trade <laughs> Hopkins? I traded him Hopkins. Yeah. Oh, what did you get oh. for him? Brandon Cooks.
2: Oh, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that one keeps me up at night. Oh. Man. <laughs> Uh, Yeah. So, yes, I could have Hopkins on this team as well right now if I wasn't an idiot. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) And
2: and Justin had Pierre, Paul, and Sue, I believe, for the longest time. They were always there.
1: Yep. They definitely come through for me. Stafford, too. It was pretty unfortunate that I lost Kittle this season, but. If, you, if nice. you had
2: Kittle in there instead of uh, Tim Patrick right now, I think that well, just might do
1: it. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, that would probably put me over the hump, I'd have to say. Like that. The first time we met, I was, man, when I started looking at those wide receivers and they started going off that first meeting. I was like, oh my goodness, there's no way I'm going to come back from this. <laughs> and then when Brady and Jake. PP, all things had to go off Monday night. Kind of brought me back. I yeah, like, yeah,
0: oh, yep. yeah. You brought it back within like eight or something, I think. Like eight
1: or something, I think. Yeah, it was down to stack corrections.
0: Yeah, it was down. It was really definitely night one of the
1: t- right? tougher losses. It was definitely one of the tougher losses this season. Was so Haji there, so a little rematch was in order. I was kind of glad that he didn't. That the Blitz called out. vipers instead of myself
0: (laughs) yeah i I mean i think both of us would probably for for the sake of advancing we would probably both play the vipers right now but i I think this is a good matchup to determine who who moves on um you know hopefully it's close enough where it comes down to your ravens defenders on monday night you know kind of give us a reason to to oh, watch, yeah. um, you, you have Landry too. So, I mean, I'm going to have to have a big enough lead to to survive that come Monday. If it's if it's not even, you know, if it's close, or you know, you have a win, obviously, at that point, it's over already. So, well, will leave my fun. guys to show up. That's
1: for sure. Oh yeah, you know. it's a close one. I I think one of the closer ones in RR for sure all all of them.
0: Or we'll see Austin Hooper for 100 yards and three touchdowns. I don't <laughs> think that's ever happened. <laughs> Never Probably not. He sucks since he lost oh. his appendix. Clearly he needs his appendix <laughs> for his talent. It's like <laughs> a Space Jam or some shit. <laughs> we'll take his appendix and it takes all of his talent. Yeah.
1: And didn't they, they drafted a tight end too? Didn't they draft commit yeah yeah Harrison Bryant
0: Hi, yeah, remember Brian. Matt do you, do you guys remember my comment on the draft board on uh, when I drafted Harrison Bryant
1: oh yeah you wanted to make sure you got the right one
0: <laughs> I didn't know which one was the good one uh, yeah at least I got the good one so Hunter Hunter Bryant for Hunter the Bryant. Lions
2: yeah. oh, okay.
0: and I couldn't I I kept mixing them up I was like I hope this is the good one
2: <laughs> yeah. And then just Tyler gave you, like, a third-round pick for him anyway. Uh,
1: in yeah. The post. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yep. Uh, yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, that was – my first rounder was Patrick Queen. I got lit up by Matt there for that pick, but – Yeah, oh, the yeah, Jeremy Chin, ID too. ID <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing? In both of them. Look, look where they're both in the lineups. They're both yep. in producing all year, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
0: That's a good point. Because you know what, I was shocked that he fell to me at tenth. And guess who's not in my
1: lineup? <laughs> there you go. Uh, I mean, so, granted, I would love to have Judy right now over those two players, knowing what I know. For now, the,
0: the long term, I'm I, I'm thrilled to have Judy for the long term. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's a tough sure. year right now. Where where he was kind of thrown in, into that top spot with Sutton hurt. Um, Locks kind of had a rough year, but um yeah, you know, there, there's something to be said, I think, for taking those early IDPs and the fact that you're able to utilize them right now because, you know, I'm probably not going to start Judy until next season at this point.
1: And it's kind of like a little reason why I went with the IDPs in the draft was because it was sort of a mess. I mean, my linebackers, I mean, I think the best thing I had was Miles Jack really going for me, and I had to yeah. trade to get him. <laughs> So I was like, I'm just going to draft a solid linebacker, try to get two if I can get two. And I did. I got Murray and I got Patrick, which were two solid. Then I wanted to go with a safety because I know those guys have a better chance of getting out there on the field sooner than a defensive tackle. You know, they they have more opportunity to see the field than any other position, really. So that was kind of my game plan. Go in there, get some... IDPs that I can start right away, you know, and then go from there and just see what I can do with that because the way I looked at my roster, when I was looking at the defense, I was like, man, there's just so many holes there that on any given week, I'm not, you know, I got guys that might put up five, six points. It's not going to get it done. I need guys that are going to go out there and put up some points. That was my thinking. That's it worked
2: out. Yeah, it definitely worked. That's that's the hardest thing to quantify too. Is like when is the right time to do that? Like, it, like you have to yeah. be so sure that you're just two or three IDP pieces away from like making a playoff run. That's that's where it gets like you, the math breaks down, and it's just like you got to go with your gut. And in this case, it worked out really well because you got the best team. Anyway,
1: it
2: it could have went
1: the other way. Like it could have definitely went the other way. You know, what I, mean? I, exactly. I mean, those guys could. Bench. I could be sitting there playing Tyler for last place right now. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Completely south, but it definitely worked out. And I think I traded a couple of those guys away and got some some assets. You know, something I could use. I think I needed Brady, so I ended up trading Murray for Brady. Yeah. And, and then uh, who else was it? Oh, um, oh, I had a uh, Winfield and. You know, Stuy with his Tampa Bay, he had to have him. So I couldn't turn down a second-round draft pick for him. I was like, look, I drafted him like the fourth round. Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then in the next Makes week, sense. he started in the next week, and I think I could – or one of the weeks against me, and he only got him like four points or something like that. I was like, eh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> got rid of him at the right time. <laughs> now, it's have a, you made – have you, have you made any moves
0: this year Mike that you that you regret already in the short term or have there not been any where you got to wait them out yet and see any moves that you'd like to take back to this point?
1: The whole David Montgomery ordeal, which in a way I'm kind of glad I went with Montgomery over Gordon because that was my first trade was I got Melvin Gordon and I used him to get in a first round to get Montgomery. In the long run, I knew that was probably going to be a bad thing to do, but I just I needed something a lot more solid than than Gordon, you know. And I was going to make a play for Henry and RFA, but then whenever that whole debacle started going, I was like, I'm not even going to try that. I'm not going to get nowhere near that. <laughs> that was <laughs> that <far> <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, so I'm pretty much screwed. I'm stuck with David Montgomery. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, I'm stuck with David Montgomery. So, I mean, I wouldn't say it was a bad trade or a bad decision, but I think I could have used those assets in a better way to get a better player. Sure, sure. Kind of, you know. And it was basically uh, I just took over the team, and it was, that was the biggest hole that was, like, so glaring. I mean, it was – you could have drove him. Back truck through that hole. I mean, I think the only thing I had was, uh, shit, Jordan Howard was the only thing I had. Who else did I have? I'm trying to think. But it was like, it was a mess. You know, I, you know, had um, Malcolm Brown was one of the guys that he had on the roster. Uh, Your running backs
0: were in worse shape than mine.
1: Oh maybe anybody could do that. And then, uh, who, uh, who, I'm trying to think, there was someone out there, it slipped my mind that was on that roster that I couldn't believe was there. He was on a four-year deal. He was on my IR. I'm trying to remember the
2: old Justin roster.
0: I feel like Justin had Gurley. I feel like mm-hmm. Justin had Gurley. Did, did. did you move Gurley?
1: No, I didn't move Gurley. Oh, it's the running back for Chicago there, the, um... That... Cohen. Cohen. Justin had oh. Cohen, yeah. Oh.
0: 150 Warbucks on him.
1: <laughs> hey, when you guys told me that, I was like, what? I was like, oh, because when I seen it, he had a four-year deal yes. on that roster, I was like, four years? Who, who's going to sign him to four years? Like, why would you sign him? Yeah. Like he looked yeah. good.
2: <laughs> the, when he bought it for 150, like... I had a number at, like, the high 90s on Tariq Cohen. I really wanted it.
0: Yeah, I had, I had a number, like,
2: 15.
1: Oh, it was probably right after that season <laughs> where he had – like, 90 was,
0: catches or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. close.
2: It's like this dude's basically a wide receiver who gets 90 catches a year. Like, yeah. I'll take that.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then
1: that it makes, didn't work out. That yeah, didn't work out too well.
0: What about you, yeah, Matt? Do you have any moves that you made this season that you wish you could take back already?
2: I mean, I had to trade with the Gators to start the season. I traded with the Gators. Was, you gave me the no, first was, overall pick and Calvin Ridley for Miles Jack and something else. Probably another No, part. that was
1: the first. I gave you the first for the one five and the one twelve or something like that. Isn't something it? like that, yeah. Calvin Ridley came afterwards after I, because I I wanted to get back into that first round. So I was like, okay, Calvin Ridley's a good asset to move. Because I wasn't really sure with Julio being there, I wasn't really sure just how well he was going to do. So I was like, he's someone I can move to, so like, back into that first round. Because I wanted to, and I had plans when I got back in the first round, I was going to go for a quarterback. But that all changed when I decided to Hell was it on beat My first intention was to go for a quarterback. And then whenever, and then in the second round, I was gonna take Herbert in the second round. And yeah. Freaking Tyler yeah. traded up and took him at the 201. And I was like, damn it, man. <laughs> <And> I, was, <laughs> I think I was sitting there like the 205 or something. I was gonna take him there. And I was like, oh man, I just missed him. You got to, one
2: Tyler finds his guy, Tyler goes, gets his guys.
1: But yeah, you never know,
2: you know, until it's it's like, oh, he loved Herbert, and then he went and got him.
1: Yeah, he did. That was a good draft pick for him, though. Like, for oh, sure. yeah.
2: That's the best player on his team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like yeah. the only asset yeah. that I would trade him things for. Like, I don't want any yeah. of the yeah. other people.
1: As long yeah. as he's like, not playing against Belichick. I mean, Belichick. <laughs> yeah, I hit. I tried to trade me back Rob Gronkowski after I already traded it to him. I was like, What do I want? What do I want him back for, for? for a first round pick? First round pick. Yeah, exactly. and round and like some Warbucks and some crazy stuff. And I was like, Sure. I was like, Have you looked? I was, told him, I was like, Have you looked at my, my tight end room? I mean, have you looked at the tight ends I have?
2: I think we got cut off with the, uh, the the old Zoom timer. Yeah, Matt not paying his his Zoom fees.
0: <laughs> Damn it, Matt!
2: Hey, I'm not I'm not a participant at this university anymore, so I don't get all the privileges. so <laughs> will <laughs> get the free version apparently. So just forty five minute increments, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think the only moves I made really were the Ridley the Ridley trade, getting up the one to get Burrow, and then I just traded you Landry for 34 more bucks, which yeah. I'm still okay with, even though Landry doing good. I oh. think it worked out well for both of us.
1: I think Landry, I because he had the two years is why I took it because I figured I could always put him on the he could sit on the bench next year as a death piece. I can use him if I need him, and he's he's solid. He's someone that you can actually use. It's not like he's yeah. Washed yet, it, yet, <laughs> getting there though. <laughs>
2: uh, that's why I had to trade him. If I waited till next year and he was on a one year deal, I would have got a lot less for him. So it helps you out for the playoffs, and then I get some more money.
1: There's a few players on my team now that probably in off season I'm probably going to have to move them just because of the contracts, you know. But that's that's part of the game, that's the nature of it, you know.
2: Yeah, dude, I'll give you like a third for full them, maybe a second. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see about that we got we
2: got, we got to talk about Travis Fulgham at some point but other than <laughs> I don't think sure. I don't think the Rottweilers made any moves that I remember in my head at least um Haji what about what about you this year I know you just traded for all those running backs and then they all got hurt
0: yeah uh, that one probably needs a little bit more time um to uh see if it paid off or not um you know the good thing is at least those running backs are on two-year deals so I'm not losing anything this year um so we'll see if they pan on next year but um so I think the one that I would take back was um back during the draft um it was kind of a, a combo deal I guess um I traded up in the second round. I think I had the the two point six and the two point seven, and I traded to Matt uh, Pigskins Matt to get the two oh one. So I obviously gave up two mid mid seconds to get the first pick in the second round. Um, A lot of talent at the delivered last year. Um, A lot of talent was still around in the middle of the second. So I probably should have held those, but then then I traded um, the 2.01 and the 3.07 for a two-year deal on Robert Woods, the 3.06 and the 4.07. So basically swapped third round picks and gave up a 2.01 for Woods in a fourth, a mid-fourth. Not terrible, but my decision at the 2.01 was trade it for Robert Woods on a two or draft Justin Jefferson. And obviously at this point in time, I would have much rather had Justin Jefferson and gave him like a five-year deal. And I'd be getting that production now, plus I'd have a guy on a longer contract. So that's probably the one that, Keeps me up at night this year. Is basically, yeah. in the long run, I basically traded Justin Jeff- Jefferson for Robert Woods on a shorter contract.
2: But at the mm-hmm. same time, like you didn't know what Jeffers- Jefferson was going to be.
0: I mean, obviously, no, it not like he was your guy, how my, but... how my team was. Right, right. Like I was, I was, I had him in that same. Probably second tier grouping of wide receivers from the draft. You know, he wasn't a, a CD Lamb or he wasn't, I didn't have him in the same class as, as Judy. Um yeah. but knowing that my team was going to compete in 2020, I wanted to have what I thought would be the better 2020 producer in Robert Woods than have, you know, the longer contract on Jefferson. And maybe he didn't do anything at all this year. Yeah. Um, but clearly he's, you know, at least over the last two months, he's probably been the best rookie receiver in the league. Yeah. You know, since since Prescott's injury, probably, I would probably say he's been the best because Lamb kind of went downhill after Prescott got hurt.
1: Oh, Yeah. I still like Lamb better in the long run. Oh, um, I do
0: too. And I still like Judy better in the long run as well. Um, you know, I, I probably would hold Jefferson in, in the same class as like T. Higgins, um, probably in that second tier. Um, you know, and then Reggers probably at the bottom of that tier. And then that third yeah. tier is much farther down. But um, yeah, Jefferson would be nice to have right now, just on that longer contract. But (laughs) Woods has had a a fine year. He's had some big weeks for me too. He's had some big weeks for me. Yeah. Well, I think that's it, guys. Um, That was a good discussion at the end. Thank you. Um, Mike, hope you had some fun. Uh, joining us tonight. Oh, man, I had a blast. Excellent. We hope to uh, have you on again in the future. And good luck this weekend. Um, Okay. You know, I I don't Uh, wish you as much luck as I wish my own team, but good luck.
1: (laughs) Before I go, though, um, I just want to thank everybody in Roster Wars, you know, for having me. Uh, Andy, Nick, Carla, all those guys behind the scenes that really do a lot of the work that keeps this place what it is just want to thank you for having me. Thank you guys for having me. Having a, had a great season. look forward to many more afterwards. And uh, good luck this weekend there, Haji.
0: Yeah, yeah. You too. Glad to have you as part of our conference. And, and again, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Matt, as always, thank you to you for producing these and, and posting them. Um, so, yeah, have a good night, guys, and we'll see you on the next episode.